Welcome to the Morale Booster Network, a platform for entrepreneurs, career professionals, leaders, and the general public to give back to the society through coaching and mentoring. I remain your host, Dr. John Ugulu. I am an author, speaker, and strategist. I always say experience is the best teacher. You can stream or download this podcast from YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Google Podcast, Player FM, and Pandora. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, everybody. Good evening from Atlanta, Georgia. Good morning, good afternoon from wherever you are watching or listening to me. I know that. Some of you are watching me via Facebook, via YouTube, via um, LinkedIn, and some of you are currently listening to me via podcast. And I know we're currently streaming on over 20 platforms at the moment. Is that not a blessing? It is indeed a blessing that my voice is being heard all over the globe. This used to be that shy man, that man who was a very shy person, so shy that I couldn't even imagine myself do what I do now, right? I remember when my mom would call me when when I was much younger, she would say, John, when I was pregnant with you, I used to always have this dream. And in this dream, I would constantly see a tall, dark-skinned man dressed in suit, holding a microphone and speaking to a crowd. And whenever my mom said that, I was always quick to stop her, to say, Mom, I appreciate you for saying that. I know your dreams do come to pass, but this particular dream, my dear mother, would not happen. You know why, Mom? Because I am struggling with shyness. This son of yours is a very shy person, and I don't even see myself standing in front of a crowd, mom. So thank you. But my mom, being an optimist, would always call me and say, and she would always smile and say, John, you know, don't worry. I know what you're talking about. But you know, my dreams, they always come to pass. So for this one, it will happen. Just wait and see. My mom was an optimist. I love her so much. And I was able to eventually transition from shyness to public speaking. And now my voice is being heard all over the world. If you're just joining me for the very first time, my name is Dr. John Ugulu. I am your host of the Morale Booster. And today I will be talking about acts of kindness and their benefits acts of kindness and their benefits so if you are willing to give me 10 minutes of your time i want you to grab a pen a notepad a piece of paper and start writing down start taking notes because today something is going to be activated in your reticular activating system. 
something is going to be activated in you that you would not even know where it's hitting you from. So write down as much as you possibly can. And before we do that, like and share this broadcast. Please like and share this broadcast because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message that I will be sharing today. You all know that. I don't even need to tell you that the level of depression globally has increased. The level of anxiety globally has increased. The level of domestic violence and even the level of hunger in the world has increased. So this is a time where motivational and inspirational words are very helpful. There's no better time than now. And I, I thank God that I'm one of those who will be motivating and inspiring people, especially in challenging times like we are now. So like and share this broadcast because it just takes one word to help that man or that woman who is thinking of taking their own life to change their mind. It takes just one word. It takes just one word. To make that man or that woman who is thinking of going to, to, uh, to commit robbery to change their mind. It takes one word just to tell, you know, make that man or that woman who feels that life is over to change their mind. So I am not asking you to give me any money. What I'm asking you to do right now. It's just to do an act of kindness by sharing this broadcast. Like and share this broadcast because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. So right now, we will be talking today about the acts of kindness and their benefits. Some time ago, we talked about the importance of gratitude and appreciation. And I believe by now, you and others who listened to that episode would have uh, been able to come up with a list of good things that have happened to you in your life. So acts of kindness and their benefits. And ladies and gentlemen, before I start talking on this topic, do you realize that you can see me and you can hear me because you have been blessed by God with the gift of life? Do you realize that? Do you realize how important it is to be alive? Yes, I am so happy that I am alive. But I don't know about you. So if you are happy to be alive this moment, you who's listening to me, it doesn't matter where you are. If you are genuinely happy to be alive today, I want you to repeat this after me. Say, God, I thank you for the gift of life. Repeat it one more time. God, I thank you for the gift of life. Yes, 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 yes. It's good to know that you are thankful for the gift of life. Yes, I am thankful. I'm always happy for that. So now, 
when we talk about acts of kindness, I want you to write this down. When we talk about acts of kindness, what do you think it is? I know you've been hearing this forever. But always remember that everything in life is a cliche. But it is whenever that cliche resonates with you that truly matters. Yes, I see somebody um, writing something there. Let's see what you wrote. Yes, Deborah Williams. Let's see. Deborah said, God, I thank you for the gift of life. Yes, Deborah, I am with you on that. I am thankful to God for the gift of life. Thank you so much, Deborah. Please like and share this broadcast. Now, when we talk about kindness and acts of kindness, what does it mean to you? I know you've been hearing this word for a long time. But here is what I, 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 it means to me. Just please pay attention. Write this down. Acts of kindness to me are selfless and compassionate actions which are performed to benefit others without you even expecting anything in return. I want you to write that down. Acts of kindness are selfless and compassionate actions, compassionate actions performed, <coughs> excuse me, performed to benefit others without expecting anything in return. Before I go any further, I want you to repeat this after me. Say, I will. I will. Be kind. Say, I will be kind. Kindness is a selfless action. Now, I want to talk to you about, uh, you know, I, I, I will be talking to you about 10 acts of kindness. 10, 10 acts of kindness. Now, I know a lot of people see kindness from different perspectives, different angles, right? Some people think if it's not giving money to somebody, it's not an act of kindness. Some people think if you do not uh, do what they necessarily want you to do, it's not an act of kindness. But here is the good news for you who's listening to me right now. It doesn't matter if you are not able to meet up with a kind act in a particular area. There are other areas you can be kind. Some people want you to give them money and you know currently you don't have money. But there are other areas you can be kind. And here's the first one I want to talk about. Smiling and greeting. Come on. Come on, people sometimes overlook this, but I have seen firsthand where smiling and greeting does wonders. Smiling and greeting. I want you to repeat this after me. Say smiling and greeting. Repeat this after me. Smiling and greeting. Now, a simple smile. I just want you to notice a simple smile 
and a warm greeting can brighten someone's day and even make them feel acknowledged and valued. I'm telling you this. Let's, let's take this for uh, as an example. You know, greeting your neighbors with a friendly good morning or smiling at a stranger while, while waiting in line can create a positive atmosphere. When I come into my office every day, it's already a norm for me. I don't just greet, you know, lousily or lazily. No. When I get into a room, I greet with all the energy inside of me and I smile and I see the type of impact that I leave behind when I do that. When I'm getting into my office, I know people go through challenges. So I always try to brighten up their day with a smile and a good greeting, like, good morning, how are you? They'll be like, ah, he's so happy. Oh, yes, I am happy. Because if I am not happy, that energy will be felt by you. And I know that happiness is therapeutic. Smiling is therapeutic. So when you smile and greet people, that is an act of kindness. When I'm boarding a flight, you know, I'm always traveling. I travel like every week. When I'm boarding a flight and I get in, when they greet me, my response to them always brightens their mood. When they greet me and say, hey, welcome on board, I'll say, thank you. How are you? They say they're doing well. I'll say, great. Every day above ground is a blessed day. Do you believe that? And they're going to say, yes, I love that. I love that. I love that. You know, that is an act of kindness because you just uplifted a lot of people. And number two, another act of kindness that I want to share with you right now is something as simple as holding the door for somebody. Holding the door open for someone, whether it's a colleague, a senior citizen, or a parent with a stroller, shows thoughtfulness and consideration for others. I bet you, you have been doing this, but you just did not see it as an act of kindness. And what I want to do going forward is to awaken the consciousness in you so that you don't feel if you cannot give somebody money or give them what they need, you're not being kind. No, you just are not subject to emotional blackmail. There are other ways you can make up for kindness. And sometimes we, we do all these things and we, we just don't see it as an act of kindness. And it is an act of kindness just by holding the door for someone to pass. And thirdly, complimenting others. How often do you compliment people? I am number one. I do that all the time. I do that all the time, especially being a morale booster. So as a morale booster, I take it upon myself to always compliment people. Always. I do that all the time. Do you know how you can help somebody overcome 
self-doubt or low self-esteem just by saying, you look beautiful. You look beautiful. Or you've got a great smile. I love the way you smile. You are gorgeous. Look, those are morale boosters. Those are acts of kindness, especially now that we live in a world where the level of low self-esteem is at its peak. We live in times where you see people going out there spending lots, thousands and thousands of dollars on artificial ABC, artificial ABC. I don't want to, I don't want I don't want to just shake that table. That's a table that's too big right now. I see people spending thousands of dollars doing surgery. And after doing all those surgeries, when you meet them and you talk to them, you realize that they still do not have confidence in themselves. Low self-esteem. And it's very common these days. Both ways, men and women. So now that we live in such a time, it's very important to constantly compliment others. It is an act of kindness. So offering genuine compliments can actually boost one's morale. Just by praising a friend's outfit or complimenting a co-worker for a presentation or, or even acknowledging a family member's accomplishments, it is an act of kindness. Take note. For those of you who already do that, add this to your acts of kindness. Yes, it is. All right? So let's go to um, the fourth one that I want to talk about on my list of acts of kindness. Let's talk about, let's look into volunteering. Volunteering. Now, giving your time on a volunteer basis your time and skills to help others who are in need is a powerful act of kindness. And you can volunteer at local shelters. Uh, you can participate in community uh, um, cleanup events. Or you can even tutor students who need academic support. I do that all the time. You know, I, I have a coaching program, a career coaching program. And I also have a business startup coaching program. Sometimes I just help people. What I typically charge people thousands and thousands of dollars to do. I just volunteer my time to help people. Like this week, I helped people review their CVs for free. I typically charge a fee for that to review CVs. But I, I, I picked a few people and I helped them 
And right now, I have noticed that so many of my relatives are, you know, telling me about the positive development of their children in the space of communication and the space of oratory, in the space of public speaking. So I am thinking right now of volunteering my time to teach children and teenagers how to be better communicators, public speaking. So I am putting together a team and um, when we're ready, we'll let you know so that if you have kids who you want us to, to work with, it's gonna be free of charge. We wanna teach these children how to become public speakers because I've come to realize that leaders are speakers. So I wanna volunteer my time. So if you are somebody who gives your time to people for free, it's an act of kindness. And let's go to number five, donating to charity. Donating to charity. Do you donate to charity? I'm asking you a question now. Do you do that? Donating to charity. Do you do that? If you do, it's an act of kindness. All right? It is an act of kindness. And number six, let's talk about supporting a friend in need. I want you to repeat this after me. Say, from today, I will be a support system for those who need me. Say, from today, repeat it one more time. Say it after me. Say, from today, I will be a support system to those who need me. Being there for a friend during difficult times is a compassionate act of kindness. Offering a listening ear, providing emotional support, or even helping with practical tasks demonstrates care and empathy. But sometimes you help people and they come back and they bite you. They sting you like a bee or they bite you like a snake. Are you worried about that? Don't be. It's a selfless service. All right? Supporting a friend in need. And sometimes they come back and do all sorts of emotional blackmail. Right? You're used to that. But it's all right. It's all right. What I do is I am not too good at giving out cash to people because I don't even have enough of it, right? But whatever knowledge I have that my friend does not have, I'm always quick sharing that with them because I believe in not only teaching a friend how to fish, but showing them how to own a pond. Does that make sense to you? I do that all the time. 
those people who know me, I don't like to just give handouts. I like to show you how you can generate an income for yourself. Because if I give you handouts today, you will come back tomorrow. You will come back the day after tomorrow. You will keep coming back. But when I show you how to fish and teach you how to build your own pond so that not only you can fish from there, others can also come. So if, if my own pond is crowded, what I'll do is I'll say, hey, you know what? Go to his or her pond. I already showed them how to own a pond. So supporting a friend in need is great. It does not necessarily have to be only money. You can support them when they have events. When they are down emotionally, you can become their non-judgmental sounding board. You know, there's so many ways. It's an act of kindness. All right? Now, let's go to the seventh one. Random act of kindness. Random, random. Surprise someone with a random act of kindness, like paying for a stranger's food, right? Or leaving a kind note on a colleague's desk, or even giving a small gift to a neighbor for a specific reason. This is what I do with my kids. Now, there is one guy on Instagram. What he does is that he goes around giving people cash and a note, a motivational note. And I saw this guy on Instagram. Immediately, I fell in love with what he was doing. He would go to the trenches, go to um, the places where you find those homeless people. He would give them money and he would give them a note, a motivational note. The very first day I saw that, it resonated with me. And I told my sons, I said, you know what? We're going to be doing this. It doesn't matter. We don't necessarily have to give out thousands of dollars. We would give out whatever we have, but we would always write those motivational quotes. And my sons were so happy. So we will drive all the way to the other side of town. You know, they say, sometimes it's best to show your children what the other side of town looks like. Because when they spend all the money I give to them, I'll say, so you, you couldn't even save money? They'll say they had to buy this, buy that. I'll say, look, you need to start learning how to make good choices with money. So. In the process of driving them to the other side of town to show them how people who made wrong decisions ended up. You know, we, we drive to the other side, we see the homeless people because where we live, they only see the good life. They live in a place where they can leave their doors open for days and nothing will happen. So once in a while, I drive them to the other side of town where you could be dodging bullets, right? So when we're going there, when I'm going to show them what people who made wrong choices did with their life and how they ended up, we would write down motivational quotes, maybe on like 20, we'll write out maybe like 20, 10, you know, it all depends, it varies. So when we get there, 
would hand out some little cash. It doesn't, you know, not necessarily big, you know, but just some cash and the quotes. And I typically have my kids do it so that they can learn, right? So random acts of kindness, it's very important. Pay for people's meals because people are actually struggling. People are actually struggling. Number eight, helping with chores. Helping with chores. If you help people with chores, that's an act of kindness. So don't think it's all about giving money and giving money. No, there's so many. You know, number nine, be patient and understanding. When you demonstrate the act of patience and understanding, in challenging situations that can actually elevate tension and promote harmony. For example, being patient with a new co-worker who's learning a task or understanding a friend's busy schedule, yes, that could be elevating. Oh yes, sometimes people say i'm too i'm too patient yes I, i'm very extremely patient because i know where i'm coming from i've lived a life of i've lived that life of wanting to get everything done right now i've lived that life i've made my mistakes from there i've lived a life of wanting to be on the fast lane all the time, boom, boom, you know, marathon. I mean, you know, sprinting, sprinting. But right now, I am at that stage in my life where I know life is not, a, I mean, life is not a sprint, but a marathon. Life is not a sprint, but a marathon. So I am more patient, not only with myself, with people. Back in the days when I was much younger, I would not sit back and have someone talk to me rudely or, you know, insult me or no, I would not. I, I would I would give you an unexpected, quick, fast response. Bad one. But I've grown to realize that it's better to be patient with people. That way you can control the atmosphere. A wise man once said, if you cannot control your emotions, your emotions will control you. And someone also said, if you cannot control your emotions, it means you cannot control your money. And I agree. I no longer respond. I mean, I no longer react to things, but instead what I do is I respond. So I'm more patient and understanding with people. When things are happening, I always try to put myself in the other person's shoes. So you being patient and understanding with someone else is an act of kindness. So if that's you, if you are that person, I commend your efforts. And lastly, expressing gratitude. This was what we talked about some days ago. Expressing gratitude. 
Showing gratitude is a powerful act of kindness. Thanking someone for their efforts, expressing appreciation for their help, or even writing a heartfelt thank you note can make a significant impact on others. So it, 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 it shouldn't be all about giving people money. All right? Some people might even want to blackmail you. I remember some time ago, um, you know, when I wake up every day, I wake up to a minimum of 14 financial requests. A minimum of 14 financial requests. And um, most of them are from people I really know, people I grew up with. And sometimes they don't understand that I wish I could help everybody. So there was this particular day, someone from Nigeria, uh, my home country, reached out to me. And he wanted me to give him some money to, you know, for upkeep. And that things were actually tough for him. But what I noticed on that very day was that I had a lot of requests from other people as well. People we grew up together who are currently not doing well at the moment or going through some, you know, financial um, um, struggle. You know, everyone goes through financial crisis. So what I decided to do on that day, and that's what I typically do on most days, um, I would tell myself that I would be able to give people X, Y, Z amounts. And uh, we use Naira in Nigeria. That's our currency. So on that day, I said I was going to um, give out 200,000 Naira. That's in, in, in US dollars right now. That should be about uh, maybe like $250 right now. But as at that time, um, it was more dollars, more US, US dollars. And, and, and things were a bit better at that time. So what I did was I said I was going to give out 10,000 Naira each to 20 people so that at least I would know I have helped more people than to just focus on one person out of the 15, 20, or 30 people that have asked me. And when I gave that guy his 10,000 Naira, I said, my friend, Please manage this. Use this to either buy gas for your car or use this to buy um, phone credit, right? I was expecting him to say, oh, not a problem. It's okay. This guy did not reply my message. He did not call me. Months went by. I did not even get a response from him. And he's still alive. Well, he's still well. You know. So, but others acknowledged receipt. He did not even acknowledge receipt of it. He did not reply my message. You can imagine. There's so many people out there today who act that way just to blackmail you emotionally. 
putting you on the spot, putting you in a situation where you feel, or putting you in a position where you feel without giving money, you are not performing acts of kindness. No, that's why I came out here today, to give you a list of acts of kindness. It does not necessarily have to be money. If you can give money, give money. But if you cannot give money, find something else to do. All right? Yes. So I remember the story of, um, I'm sure those of us who are Christians who believe in the Bible, you remember the story of the Samaritan, right? Uh, that was in Luke, Luke chapter 10, verses 25 to 37. Remember, there was a parable that Jesus used there for that lawyer. Remember, there was this lawyer who wanted to test Jesus. And this parable that Jesus used teaches about showing kindness to others, regardless of their background or differences. You remember a man who was traveling got attacked by robbers and he was beaten mercilessly. He was bruised. His clothes were all taken from him. And there was a priest who was walking past and saw this man who was badly bruised. And the priest walked past. And after a while, there was a Levite who was also walking past that route and saw this man bleeding and bleeding and bleeding. This Levite also walked past. But behold, a Samaritan, typically seen as an outsider, was also walking through that route that day and saw this man who was badly beaten. This Samaritan went to that man, picked him up, cleaned him up, took care of the bruises, took him to a hotel. He took good care of that man. That's a Samaritan who was typically seen as an outsider. Those are acts of kindness. Can you also remember the story of Ruth and Naomi in the Bible, the book of Ruth? Remember how Ruth was, was, was loyal and kind towards her mother-in-law, even after her husband's death? How many women out there or how many men out there will be kind to their in-laws? It's an act of kindness. You remember the story of the widow's might in the book of Mark, chapter 12, verse 41 to 44. You remember that? The story of the widow's might, where Jesus commends the kindness and, and sacrificial giving of a poor widow who offered all she had. Remember that? 
those are acts of kindness. That, that widow did not take out of her abundance. She took all she had and gave it out. Those are acts of kindness. You remember the healing of the paralyzed man in Mark chapter 2, verse 1 to 12. Remember the kindness of, of, of those four friends who brought a paralyzed man to Jesus, lowering him through the roof for him to be healed. I want you to repeat this after me. I want you to say, kindness shall not depart from me. Repeat this after me. Say, kindness shall not depart from me. Let's say it one more time. Kindness will not depart from me. It is possible for you to exhibit those acts of kindness. If you cannot do it one way, find another way. Don't allow people blackmail you emotionally. No. Don't. If you cannot perform an act of kindness one way, go the other way that you can do it. But make sure, because it comes with a lot of benefits, not just to you, but to the world, to others, to that person who you are being kind to. So this, from today, I want us to be intentional about the acts of kindness because we are in a world where a little kindness right now can save lives. We are in a world where a little kindness can go a long way. Some people feel they are not blessed enough to be kind to others. That's not true. You are blessed and highly favored. I want you to repeat this after me. Say, I am blessed and highly favored. Repeat this after me with all conviction. I know I am blessed and highly favored. Repeat this. Say, I am blessed and highly favored. You are blessed and highly favored. I promised I wasn't going to take much of your time, but I see I have spoken now for about 42 minutes. And if you give me some more time, I'll be able to speak for another two hours. But I want to I want to bring this to an end so that you can enjoy your day. All right. So if you've got any questions, comments or concerns, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. OK, if you or anyone, you know, would like to book me as a speaker, either on your podcast or your event. Go to my website, johnugulu.com. You will find my contact information there. Um, if you want to purchase my books, The Morale Booster, if you have not bought my books right now, what are you waiting for? Even if you don't want to read it, I want you to buy it for your younger ones. Buy it for your family members. Buy it as a gift to help others discover their purpose. It is a handbook on how to be intentional with your life. Remember, I transitioned from shyness to public speaking from one who never believed in reading to an author, not just an author, to a best-selling author, from an immigrant to a university founder, 
look, it took some paradigm shift. And if I could do it, it means everyone alive can even do it and do more. But I have written down some of those principles that helped me with the transition. I put them in the book for you. So visit my website, click on the link in my bio and purchase my books today. For you, buy it as a gift for everybody. And I'll be so happy you did that. And if you feel my message has impacted you or anyone you know positively in any way, shape, or form, I want you to please feel free to go to my website, johnugulu.com, and make a donation. Nothing is too small to show appreciation. Make a donation, and uh, we will be happy you did that. And to all those of you who have been donating to our mission, we truly appreciate you. We love you. Your encouragement is what's keeping us going. Thank you so much. I want you to, to know that it doesn't matter what people think about you. It doesn't matter. Here is what matters. And I want you to listen attentively, please. This is what matters. I believe in you. God loves you. I want you to repeat this after me. Say, God loves me. Repeat it. Say, God loves me. And it's, it's the truth. You are loved. You are blessed and highly favored. Do not allow people's opinions of you become your reality. Because you have your life to live. I don't know where you're listening to me from. I don't know how much you know about yourself. But I know that you are an abode of greatness. You have greatness in you. Remember to like and share this broadcast. Because you might just be saving the life of that one person. Who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. Like and share this broadcast. And remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. God bless you. Take care of yourself. Oh, I've seen all the beautiful comments here. Thank you. Thank you all. Let me see who's there. Um, yes, I see Deborah. She said selfless and compassionate actions perform to benefit others with expect, without expecting a return. That's great, ma'am. Thank you for sharing it. You said you have shared it. Thank you. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye-bye.